Ginger on ginger, ginger on ginger, Jacob has red hair, so does Alex. Yay! Who invents a, a butt toy that doesn't have a rim. <laughs> so it doesn't go up your ass. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I don't know and, if that's... Anyway, yeah. An edge. I mean, butt plugs have that, right? Because they're yes. intelligent. Hello and welcome to Ginger on Ginger, the show where two redhead comedians choose a word, phrase, or concept, and then talk about it through their gingery lens. I'm Jacob Godby. And I'm Alex Tate. And this week, the show is brought to you by Love Honey. For nearly 20 years, Love Honey have been the sexual happiness people, willing to make a fun, fulfilling sex life available to anyone. Don't just take our word for it. With nearly 70 awards to their name, there's a reason Love Honey's customers come back time and time again. Doesn't matter what your experience, orientation, spice level, gender, or size is, Love Honey has what you need to feel and be sexy. Their in-house design teams work closely with customers to create the toys, sexy outfits, and accessories you need for mind-blowing fun, whether you're riding solo or playing with a partner. We're super excited to be teaming up with Love Honey to give you 10% off your next purchase. Just click the link in the episode description to claim your exclusive discount. Alex, we did it. We finally got the kind of ad that most appropriately fits with our show. It's it's finally happened, everybody. Um, I just want to say there also was a note here. Host to talk about what makes them feel sexy slash their favorite Love Honey project slash trying something new in the bedroom. So I'm just going to throw that out there. I feel sexy. Uh, I like love honey's flavored lube and i'm willing to try anything in the bedroom no but what makes you feel sexy oh no i just generally do just being alive makes me feel sexy you just wake up and you're like shit shit dog i'm sexy as hell Fuck. i mean <laughs> yeah. good for you i guess <laughs> that's not accurate but um I just finished F-Boy Island. Now, uh, longtime listeners of the show definitely know that we love a good, trashy reality TV show. So, it's my favorite thing on the planet. Yeah, and this one was incredible. I loved it a lot. And basically, there's three women and... I don't know, like 20 dudes. And, you know, they're pretty extensively vetted at the beginning. To And then they come on as a self-described F-Boy or nice guy. And then, you know, it's a whole battle of the, like... Well, you who's can say win? fuck boy. I, we can say fuck boy on our show, but it's called F Boy Island. And right. even though it's on HBO Max, they say F Boy the whole time. That's obnoxious. It's yeah, you get used to it, but um, yeah, it's a little interesting. But uh, it is great. One of the women, CJ, is amazing. She's like a model with a raspy voice and a sense of humor. And I've read a couple interviews, and she's like done stand up comedy and stuff. And and uh she's fantastic her name is cj franco you can look her up and uh yeah she's just like calling dudes out on their shit the whole time the other two women are also wonderful but they get uh manipulated a little easy more easily and there's uh there's this guy garrett on the show who is gonna go down as one of the like top 10 worst reality tv show villains of all time like he is incredibly awful i fucking hated him from the start and the finale gives you like no reason to to like him anymore it's it's nuts how awful i just looked up a photo of this guy for those uh listening first photo of him shirtless Second photo of him, puka shell necklace. Third photo of him, Chicago Bulls jersey. Yeah, he talks like, uh, you know, like a fuckboy too. He'll like come on and be like, yeah, like this is what I'm trying to tell you is that I'm like, I, I'm like in love you because with the, with you because I see so much of me like in you reflected back in your eye jelly. I see myself and I'm in love with myself. 
It, I just saw a picture of him. Does he do that fucking like clap his hands, like rub them yeah, together, all like the time? And then he like licks his lips, like super gross, you know? Yep. They like, mm, mm, let me yep. see what you're working with, mama. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the show is hosted by Nikki Glazer, who is, uh, you know, a comedian. And, and she, she doesn't take no shit. She doesn't take no shit. And she doesn't on this show either. The whole show is sort of a deconstruction of what it means to be an F boy. And. It's uh, when they're eliminated, like they're sent to this place called Limbro, which is just like a shack made of bamboo. And the nice guys get to go live in like a three story house called the nice guy grotto. And they get like <laughs> they could see each other like across the beach. And one of the F boys like yells at the grotto. He's like, what are you drinking? And the nice guy like lifts his glass. and He's like, pina colada. <laughs> 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 it's uh it's very good i enjoyed it a lot i think it's a little bit like some of the episodes are a little long and by the end it's i don't know if it's a binging show like I, aubrey my sister and i binged it and there were like three episodes in a row where it was just the same shit over and over again which um due in part to some of the manipulative strategies of the f boys but uh oh fuck dude the, the finale is is a burner like it's it's one for the ages <laughs> okay I i'm mean, dead I'm serious like it's good yeah, but it's on HBO Max. Yeah, it already got renewed for season two, so somebody's watching it. Well, also HBO has seemingly unlimited money. <laughs> I know for real. Like, I guess they're still coasting off the Sopranos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the, and Game of Thrones. But oh, they spent yeah. a lot on Game of Thrones they too. Spent like, they spent a shitload on Game of Thrones. Yeah, dough on that. So. I think the finale of Game of Thrones is the ex- most expensive uh, TV episode ever. Still, it's the second to last episode. Just oh, okay, so you gotcha. know, because okay. that's the big battle. The last episode is just like wrapping everything up. Oh, uh, okay. I also today went out and bought some Klipsch reference speakers to hook up to my musical accoutrement. And uh, now, you know, I love um, music and I was like, I should have more than these like $50 speakers. So I spent some dime. And uh, yeah, I basically uh, did a little day drinking, listened to some albums and then did a little more day drinking and watched some reality TV. It's been a good day off. How about you? There you go. That's what you do on your days off. That's awesome, buddy. I needed it bad. Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but reference speakers are like not party fun time speakers. They're not. No, they're, they have a, they're for mixing and they have like a pretty neutral tone. Uh, but, but like, Within my amplifier, I can like juice the boot, juice the bass. I, I shouldn't have said it like that. Anyway, you should say you should juice the boost all the I time. Can juice the boost. I can turn up the bass if I'd like to, and and that gets it. But yeah, no, they are they are presenting the music as it was it recorded, intended. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's a nerdy audiophile single boy kind of thing to do. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean I. Um... I'm kind of in that realm, not as much as I would like to be. God, that world gets expensive quickly. Yeah, this has been one of very few upgrades I've made over the last 10 years that I've been collecting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it gets kind of out of control, but like I, I realize I can do it with you, but you know, like I, I have a nice pair of headphones and I'm like, you got to listen to this album on this headphone yeah. and I'll, you know, give it to a normal friend and they're like, yeah, sounds nice. No, fuck you. <laughs> You're like, but do you hear the tambourine that sounds like it was recorded in the other room only come in on the second chorus? And they're like, yeah, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> if but- you listen closely, you can hear the needle go into his arm as he injects heroin in this song. <laughs> yeah, a- yeah. Why is but- he injected heroin? His dad left him when he was seven. <laughs> and they're like, enough, enough. And I'm like, sorry. Yeah. And they're like, man, I didn't, I didn't realize that, uh, 
you listen to music that dark. Like all yeah, yeah. music is dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, we're listening to the Wiggles soundtrack. Yeah, if it sounds happy, the trust me, the artist is still has a tortured past. <laughs> I was just listening to like Ellie Goulding's uh, smash hit from mm, 2010. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, turn the lights off or whatever. L- lights. Uh, yeah. Um, that song is about her mom and baby sister's house being broken into. Jeez. <laughs> and like how terrifying that was as a family. Yeah, while it's I just mean, like poppy and like <laughs> there you go. Like I I on I I feel as a ginger, I can probably make this assumption that Ed Sheeran is the only uh pop artist that nothing bad has ever happened to. <laughs> um I mean he was like busking in subways, so I'm totally kidding. Uh yeah, and everyone has something they spend money on, right? Like for some people it's clothes, some people it's music, a lot of people in Bozeman, it's skiing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it is like a pass is like $1,600. And I was like, oh shit. No shit to Big Sky. Are you kidding me? I think it might be more than that. Just what? Prepare yourself. I think it might be $1,800. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. 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 It's insane. It's insane. Man. Um, I have a hunch that what you're going to talk about this week is tied into the word. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 Okay. What's our word of the day? All right, Jacob, if you had to guess what our word is, uh, given what you know what I'm about to talk about, what would you guess it is? I would say like unfinished business or like triumph or like success, winning, tiredness. I'm not sure. Well, those are all really nice. It's redemption. Redemption. There we go. For people who haven't heard the story that we're going to jump into, uh, go back and listen to episode 72, Tough Decisions, to prepare for this episode. This is not a two-parter exactly, but definitely references uh, that episode. Yeah, so I finished The Ridge today, this morning. Um, I got up at 6.30. Oh, that's not too bad. um, I, I, I wanted to sleep, so... My whole, my, the whole reason, not the whole reason, but I'm a major reason why the first one failed is I was on three hours of sleep because I was camping without a tent under a tree and it was fucking raining and I didn't eat any breakfast either. Right. Um, so I woke, I like, I went to bed at maybe like 11 ish. I was uh, nervous. I'll be honest with you. So I didn't sleep amazing. I maybe got like six or seven hours of sleep, but that's still way better than three hours of sleep. Absolutely. And, um, Eric was going to do it with me. Um, for those that don't know, Eric was on the first one. Um, again, go listen to that episode, but just a quick, quick overview. Eric has a heart condition and, uh, I knocked on his door and he was like, my chest already feels tight and I can't go. And so I was planning to do this with him the entire time. Yeah. Like I've never been there. I've never been further along this ridge, but I was like, fuck it. I'm doing it by myself. Yeah, you scared me when you texted me back and you were like, solo trip. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of scared myself, but I was like, whatever, we're doing this. And Eric will come pick me up at the end and then drive me back to my car. There you go. Um, so I had a nice breakfast, had eggs, bagel. Because I have like a 40-minute drive up there. I don't want to eat eggs right before I run. That would be disgusting. But it's yeah. like a 40-minute drive to the start. So, um. Pull into uh, Bridger Bowl ski area. That's that. That's halfway on the ridge, and that's where I bailed last time. So I'm pulling in directly to where I, from where I bailed last time. Okay. Bridger Bowl ski area. 
um, big old black bear standing on the side of the road. <laughs> and out loud, I went, oh, shit. Yeah, that's not ominous at all. Yeah, I was like, fuck, <laughs> I haven't seen a bear in years. I haven't seen a bear since I've been in Montana. I, d- I can't remember if I uh, maybe I have, but like I feel far like away, it, maybe. Yeah, but not right there on the side of the road. It was just and it was very content, seemed like a happy bear munching on some flowers and berries and whatever. It didn't even like flinch that my truck <laughs> drove by, but I was like, oh, I don't like that. Yeah. Um, and I didn't have bear spray because there's not supposed to be bears here. And what like, have we learned? There are. <laughs> yeah. There are bears there. You drive like halfway up Bridger Bowl. So luckily I, I like drove a decent way away from the bear. Right as I'm pulling into the parking lot, mean poopy. Beautiful. Okay. Bubbling. Just bubbling, swirling <laughs> bubbling. around in there. Gurgling. Yeah, like actually gurgling. And I was like, you're kidding me. And as I if should you say, were a tube of gogurt that was someone would squeeze from the top and work their way down. Yeah, as if <laughs> as if um there's like liquid in a hose and there's also <laughs> air in that hose. And then you try to blow the liquid out and the air goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're desperately trying to kink your insides to stop it from coming out of the hose. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, fuck. You. And I, I also should also say, like, I took off a little from the house a little later than I wanted to because I was like. Trying poop, to wait for your poop, poop to come. Poop, yep. poop, mm-hmm. poop, poop, poop. And it wasn't happening. Dude, been like, there, been there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we just got to go. There's as soon nothing... as I pull it into the parking lot, poop time. There's nothing more important than getting a morning poop out before you leave the house for the day. Yeah. And it just went out. I was like, I have nothing to wipe with in my car. I don't have spare napkins. Mm. Uh, that mistake will not be made. I will now, the next restaurant I go to, I will be stealing 6,000 spray napkins. napkins. Yeah. And I was like, here we go again. I ha- There's an old sock in my car. Beautiful. And I was like, we're using the old sock. Crawl up into the woods, blow it out my butt, wipe it with the sock. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Did you leave the sock? I did. And I know <laughs> that there's some people, some environmentalists here that are going to be upset with me, and I don't care. You're supposed and to pack it in and pack it out, Alex. Yeah, you definitely I'm packed not, it out. <laughs> I'm not packing out my poop sock. <laughs> A shit sock, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I um, honestly though this is this is paramount to you finishing it is getting that out right like it was literally I was super nervous and I was like because I, I was like this poop's gonna be I was like this could ruin this could derail the entire trip well and that's something different about us uh, I remember you know when we've performed in the past you get the nervous poops before a show and I get oh, the yeah. nervous peas oh yeah and I, I I get nervous poops all the time and I was ner- and now I was by myself no one's up there either like I am alone and because uh, it's insanely smoky here like the worst it's been all year and that's saying something because yeah, it was brutal when i was really there. really bad like there's advisories on my phone that's like do not work out outdoors and i was like well <laughs> i'm about to do a ridiculously hard workout outdoors start up bridger bowl i now i've done this part before because we had to hike the water up for the first one again go listen to that episode i explained it all so i put my headphones in for this one because i was like i do not need to you know be in touch with nature yeah. During this part of the journey. I've I've done this before. I just need to get up to the ridge, right? This is the this is the hike up to the ridge. Had um it sucked. It sucked bad. And I was like, oh shit, dude. Here we go again. This blows. Get up to the ridge and um eat a lot. I ate like two two goos and uh some shot blocks. 
Okay. And feel better. And I'm like, all right. Because there's nowhere to bail. Yeah. Um, now that you're back, now that you're up there. Yeah. Yeah. Once I'm, the only way to bail is at Bridger. I even asked Eric that to confirm it. I was like, there's nowhere to bail once you get past Bridger. And he's like, nope, there's nowhere to bail. You have to finish or turn around and go back. But you yeah, like, there's nowhere else. And I was like, okay. Start really windy on the ridge as I was starting. But the top of Bridger has some like tree cover and the trees were just moving and swaying around. But they, I was like, wow, the wind's going for it. Go about maybe two, three miles to the, or not even that much, maybe, maybe a mile and a half um, till we, till I start ascending the next peak, which is Saddle Peak, which might be the most dramatic peak on the entire trip. Mm -hmm. And I can hear the wind um, like blowing on the west side of the ridge. But since it's a ridge run, like you're constantly bouncing on either side of the ridge. Right. Sometimes you're directly on top of it, but usually you're just like a couple feet off it as it okay. like skirts around a cliff or something like that. And I come around this corner and the wind is going 60, 50, <laughs> 60. I'm not joking. It might be. I have experienced some pretty gnarly wind at the top of Jackson Hole Mountain Resort that was like around 60 or 70 miles an hour. And this felt like that. I'm this not is... joking. And this is an area known for its wind, too. I mean, not that far away is Livingston, where, I mean, one time we were trying to get home from Bozeman, and they closed the interstate because it was so windy. They rerouted it through the town of Livingston, and you had yeah. to take, like, small roads because it was just that windy in, that, in the valley there. And, and this now the, all, all the trees are gone. Now it's just hella exposed. And I mean, all the trees are gone. There is nothing except for rock. You could say you were above the tree line, yes? Yeah, but you know, but usually there's one stray scraggler up there. Nothing. It, it looks like a barren <laughs> wasteland. My adventure hat that I have had for years and has gone on many adventures with me, whoop, right off my head and just off the edge of a cliff. And I just watched it like sail away. So at this point, you've left basically an entire wardrobe. <laughs> on yeah, the yeah. I've left a poop sock and a hat. I need to do something <laughs> good for the environment next yeah. week because I have like bad environmental karma right now. <laughs> I, and I was like, oops. And it just is gone. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, so that's a bummer. That sucks. There's no way I'm getting that back. That's that's the next episode is you, <laughs> you go back to get your hat. <laughs> uh, it's, I have no idea where it is. Dude. I was like, okay, okay. The climb up saddle was the thing I was most scared of because I had heard that was the hardest. Pretty easy. Really? Get up there. I'm eating a lot. I'm drinking a ton. Good. Um, again, for reference, after the first one, I drank a gallon and a half of water and, did, and still didn't pee for like over 36 hours or something like that. Yikes. I remember I had to... I contacted my father, who's who's good at all this uh, nutrition stuff, and I, and he was like, "If you make it to forty eight hours without peeing, you need to go to the hospital." <laughs> yeah. And I peed at like midnight, and I like texted him, and I was like, "I peed," and he was like, "Yay, we don't have to go to the hospital." <laughs> so also on that one, I sh this is just a I had only I have two water bottles in my vest. Okay. Right, and a Camelback bladder. Okay. On the first attempt, Bridger Bowl is halfway. If that makes sense. Like it's almost exactly halfway, actually. I had drank one water bottle and that was it. When I got done today, I was completely out of water. Good. And did so you have just, more in your truck for you? Or did Eric yeah, have I, more for I, you? I had more in my truck and Eric brought some too. But but okay. I finished like right as I was finishing and I was like, oh, that's how much liquid I should have consumed 
the first time and I yeah. had <laughs> drank one water bottle's worth and I had drank like four or five times that this time. Good. Get to the top of saddle. The wind is like, <laughs> like when you're going out of, when you're driving in a car and you stick your hand out of the window and your hand kind of gets like, just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. just whips it back. So my hands were by my side as you do when they were walking. That's what they were doing. I'm, I'm not like, I was like leaning into the wind and my hands Jeez. were like being like blown around. <laughs> I went to like go and adjust my sunglasses and like I had to like push against the wind. I was like <laughs> to adjust my sunglasses. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? I have never experienced. And it was just sustained. It wasn't gusty it was the whole time. Okay, there was pause. no. Yeah. Have you ever had a normal hiking experience in your entire life? I have. You don't hear about them. <laughs> Okay. I'm just curious. Like <laughs> I do a lot. You just don't hear about them. They're okay, not cool okay. stories. That's fair. Yeah. I went on a hike. Fine. And uh, that was it. Um, get to the top of saddle. Wind is just crushing. And I was like, I, I did a little like primal yell up there because this is the highest peak that I will be doing today. It's the second highest peak on the entire ridge, but it's the highest peak I'll be doing today. And, um, yeah, had like a little, I tried to have a moment, but the wind was like, I tried to like close my eyes and like have a primal yell, but then the wind hit yeah. me from the back and I had to like catch my balance. And I was like, ah, fuck it. We're <laughs> like, I want to get off this yep. peak. Um, and take like this super obvious trail that I'm like, all right, we'll go down here. Then this obvious trail gets really steep going down, yeah. like really steep. And I'm like, holy shit, this is steep as fuck. And I'm taking my time. Like on the downs, I went so slow because I'm like, I am alone. And if I hurt myself, uh, that's the end. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's. Yeah, exactly. And I maybe did like a 10 or 15 minute walk down steep, 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 steep. So I, I lost a lot of altitude. And I was like, man, I don't think I should be losing this much. Like I should be on a ridge. You know, I shouldn't be losing. I know I was just on a peak and I'll have to go down to the saddle between the Were next Were there two peak. options? Like, could have you continued down the ridge, but you took the obvious trail or was well, it just getting there? I turn around and I am way off the ridge. Ah. And I was like, oh, fuck. Again, Erica told me there's no way off. That is not true anymore. There's a new trail up there. That is a new way off saddle. That'll take you all the way down if you want to go. <laughs> So I, 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 I had like a big decision moment here. I was like, I could keep going down and just give up. And, and cause I would still have to run along, like basically the base of the ridge yeah. until I got to the parking lot. And that would still be a big old day or I can turn around. And I was like, well, I didn't see any other trail. And I was like, well, I'll go back to the top and see if i can see another trail so it was about 15 minutes down of like steep 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 and like 40 minutes back up Oof. of steep 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 again and now i'm like i was in, on such a high like I, I was feeling so good and just so happy to be up there and i was uh, happy to be alone and all this stuff and i get back to the top of saddle and i'm now my legs hurt and my calves are like semi cramping and i'm like fucking kidding me and sure enough like if i just went past the crest of the top of the mountain just a little bit there the ridge trail picks up uh and i was like you son of a bitch <laughs> so you're and happy you like, went back up and did the ridge I, I, I continued on and i was like oh fuck i'll be honest with you not much happened from there other than me running the ridge and the wind being hellacious <laughs> insanity 
I got uh, tireder and tireder. I am exhausted right now. I mean, I'm roasted, but I'm in like happy mood, good spirits, even though. Yeah, you're going to sleep well tonight. Oh my God, I'm going to pass out. I might skip my first class tomorrow at 8 a.m. because I'm like, eh. Um, I just feel like uh, feel like a million bucks. Feel good. I saw a woodpecker. Oh, that's like cool. Like a cool wood, one of the big, big woodpeckers that are like gigantic. Um, that was cool. It was not happy to see me. I also saw a grouse okay. and it was also not happy to see me and I hate all grouse all the time. <laughs> yeah. And then... I say not much else happened. One other thing happened. Um, I'm getting towards the end here. I can tell because there's no, there's nothing in front of me, if that makes sense. Like I am just sure. now descending the final descent, but it is a crazy long descent and it's very famous in Bozeman. It's it, Mount Baldy is the last mountain and then you have to come down Mount Baldy and everyone that's ever done the ridge is like coming down Mount Baldy is the worst because you're super tired and it's like a two and a half mile just down and your legs are just exhausted and your knees hurt and you're like fuck so i was maybe halfway through that and i was i was doing okay i was again tired and things were starting to hurt but i was like eh, you know i'm almost done i'm maybe a mile away come around the corner this th- that part of the trail is very very popular it's like the they call it the m trail like they do in missoula there but it's um not as good as the okay. trail in Missoula is, but it's, it's very, very popular. So I started seeing people. I saw no one literally the entire time until I got to Mount Baldy. And then I started seeing a lot of people come around the corner. Uh, someone had just gotten proposed to. Oh, no way. He was still on his knees and she had like bent down and they were like crying and hugging and kissing. <laughs> and I was like, Oh shit. And I'm like sweaty and disgusting. And I am like, and I was like, Right as I get to, I was like, I'm just going to leave them alone. Not going to interrupt. Right as I get to them, there's a little fork in the trail. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, but which way is the right way? (laughs) (laughs) And they were like that way. And I was like, thank you so much. I wish I didn't have to talk to you. (laughs) Um, So congrats to that random couple. I have no idea who they are, but there you go. Then I got down, had a burger. Actually, I didn't have a burger at all. I don't know why I said that. I had fish and chips. Why would you? <laughs> okay. And Eric gave you a big hug and was like, hey, congrats. Redemption. Yeah. Yeah. And so Eric and Patrick and Danny, all three of them were on the original Ridge Run. They took me out to lunch. Hooray. That's awesome. Yeah. And I just feel so good. Good. I'm glad. So there you go. Redemption. Has anything in your life ever been redeemed? Was Has anything ever been bad? And then it was... Well, last good? week I talked about the wedding that I didn't have much fun at, but the one I did this most recent Saturday was great. It was a, so much fun. There you and go. And I got to see you. So I went. I was down near Prey, Montana, which I did not go into. Um, Cult I was town. just Yeah, I was just past Chico uh, at this place called the Sage Lodge, but they had like a venue coordinator... And that was nice. Uh, you know, it's just nice to have someone who like has a schedule. They're like, this is how things are happening this evening. And you're like, hooray. And it always changes. But like, it's nice to have a loose outline to at well, least go way, off of. That way you can just show up and do your job and not also schedule yeah. maker. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but I ended up talking to two of the like wait staff. And because um, there was this one woman who... And I, it's, this is usually I save this stuff for like the after dark, but just one of the most like beautiful women I've ever seen. Not even like a, 
wow, she's cute, but on like a like a cosmic level. Like like Oh yeah. There's definitely beautiful people that exist in this world that everybody just looks at them and they're like, What is yeah, that? Exactly. I don't care your sexual identity at all. It didn't matter <laughs> look at that who person walked into the room, but like she was the first one they would look at. You know what I mean? Like she yeah, just yeah. kind of commanded that attention. Then she started speaking in Spanish and I was like, Oh, amazing. Yeah. So then she was like handing out hors d'oeuvres and I had like a, I had like a handful of, like both of my hands were full of equipment. And I was like, will you just put one of those in my mouth? And she was like, do you want me to? And I was like, yeah, go for it. So she like, she took one and just fed it to me. And I was like, this is not what I meant. Uh, I didn't think you would agree to it. And so then I ended up talking to her. You're in the fuck boy grotto. What is it called? Yeah, uh, Limbro. Limbro. You're in Limbro now for that We'll talk move. about that on the After Dark a little bit. I think I am in Limbro <laughs> a little bit recently. Um, okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I talked to her and I talked to the other guy, just one of the most plainest, <laughs> one of the most plain looking white dudes on the planet named yeah, Vic. Yeah. Absolute, <laughs> absolute wonder bread, this dude. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if they're married or whatever, but they are definitely together and have been for several years. Yeah. And, you know, they, I was, they're like, oh, we only got three weeks left at this venue. And I was like, where's next? And he was like, oh, we're going to Greece. And then we'll probably winter down in Mexico where she's from. And I was like, are you, where are you from? And he was like, oh, I'm from Livingston. And I was like, cool. And he's like, yeah, we really like Montana, but man, Bozeman sucks. And I was like, I hear you. And then he leans in and he's like, does Missoula have any naked beaches? And I was like, uh, no. Not no? that I know of. I was like, there's a naked bike ride. And he's like, yeah, cool, man. We, I love Missoula and I really would like to take her up there. And But, uh, you know, it's just like the thing about Europe and Mexico. Like everyone's just so free with their bodies, man. We don't have that here in Montana. Just openly talking about how many naked people he wants to see in front of, you know, one of the most gorgeous women I've ever been in the same room as. And I was like, Vic, what are you doing, my boy? <laughs> like, Here's the thing about naked beaches. I get that it's... I, I get the concept of it. Um, there are people I don't want to see naked. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that too. Uh, so then at the end of the night, I, uh, <laughs> I was like packing up and I was like, Hey, good to talk to you, man. I'll, I'll, I'll see you in Missoula sometime. And as, this is like, as people are filtering out, there's just people all over and he loudly goes, yeah, hopefully naked. And I was like, what? God damn it, Vic. <laughs> I was like, yes, Vic. What the fuck yes. are you doing? Naked on the beach. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. But <laughs> Sure. No, thank you. But okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, I guess I'm going to go to Mexico and I don't know, hit a nude beach with these two or something. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But yeah, good it was a good time. Um, everybody had good requests. Everybody was dancing a lot. Like like uh, the weekend before, it was. it took like an hour for people to get out on the dance floor. This one first song, like people were out it was also a smaller wedding i think it was it was like not that many people and that's uh i enjoy that it's it's like you get a little more of a personal touch you actually get to like talk to the groom and the bride throughout the evening and like check in with them when there's too many people you know they're just being pulled like every which way yeah i mean w- uh, weddings always seem just like like chaos for the bride and groom from for me i'm like are you enjoying it this you seem like you have a, you're having a shit time it is. It's a lot. And, and my goal is for, to make it as like effortless as for them as it can be like, and a good planner will do that too. Like a good planner will have a plate made up for them just in case they don't get to go through the dinner line. And they will, once the cake is cut, a good planner will immediately cut two slices and like save them for that. You know, like, yeah. like, yeah, if they have a good team, like, like you are taken care of, but it, it's a lot, it's like a day of what I imagine being a celebrity is like, you know, people are, 
are grabbing your dress and holding it so you can walk places. They're they're putting makeup on you. They're feeding you. They're telling you where to be. I, that's what I, I imagine. You know, depending on what kind of famous person you are, I imagine it's yeah. a lot like that. But and like, ev- all the time, every single person you come across is like, "Oh, let's get a picture together," and you're like, "No, right. bitch, no, right. I don't even know you." Exactly. You're a second cousin from the other, like his side of the family. I don't even fucking know you. And this was going to be such a cute moment. This is what I'll leave leave this story with. It was going to be such a cute moment that didn't end up happening. But these uh, Sprite and Groom had a couple of kids. And one of them was like a little girl who was like one, one and a half. Like yeah. just barely knew how to walk kind of thing. And they asked if they could do a father-daughter dance with the groom and the kid. Uh, and they were like, you pick the song. So I had Daughters by John Mayer all queued up. Yeah. And I was like ready. And I went over to the bride and I was like, we're about to do first dances. Like I got daughters queued up and she was like, that's a great pick. But she fell asleep and went home with the babysitter. And I was like, no, (laughs) this is going to be my moment (laughs) as you know, my moment. Like it's like, it has anything to do with me, but I was really ready to facilitate that moment. I had already talked to the photographer. I was like, look, this is going to be the cutest shit ever. So get some good photos. Uh, And then it didn't happen, but sometime. Someday. Do you think, do you think, um, like soundtrack people now in, in films, not original scores or anything like that. I mean, when like a recognizable song is in a movie and it's a cool moment and the soundtrack guy's like, I picked that. <laughs> I bet he is. And you're like, That's, that was probably one of the easiest jobs on this entire film, but good for you. <laughs> Yeah, what's harder is when you can't license the song that you want to use, so you have to come up with two or three backups, that none of which are quite as good. Well, right, everyone has the perfect song, but still, but yeah. I mean, if you're like a high-budget AAA movie and you want, I don't know, some Rolling Stones song, you get that song. It's true. It's true. I've noticed that about Ted Lasso, too. They have Apple money for sure. They are just rolling out the hits this season. Yeah, I take note of that. If if I watch something and I'm like, wow, this is this has had seven top 40 hits in this yeah. show. That costs a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wedding redemption. And then this week, my wedding is only like 15 miles out of town. And I am thrilled because uh, I did the mileage and I drove over 500 miles this weekend. So, Wow. There you go. Shit. Yep. And I got to see you in person. Are you ready for a police blotter? Yes. Please, 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 please. Okay, it's pretty light this week, uh, but we do have one. Multiple callers reported vehicle break-ins on the northeast side of town. Officers responded and took reports. Some property was later found near Garfield Bridge. Now, Garfield Bridge, Alex, I don't know if you remember this from a couple months ago. It's the bridge where those kids said that they were being taunted by an unhoused person. Yes. Okay. Yeah, right. We're on the, the same, same page bridge. Now. Yeah. So I don't know if this, you know, I'm not, I don't know if it's tied in necessarily, but that is the same bridge where that happened at. A lot of drama happening in one super specific location. And that bridge is kind of known for that. And it's called the Garfield Bridge because it's right next to the Garfield Elementary School. <laughs> oh, 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 that puts a wrinkle in things. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. A caller reported a gas odor at the Fergus County Courthouse. Lewistown Fire responded and located two pinpoint leaks near the extension office. Northwestern Energy responded to take care of the issue. I guess that explains why they, you know, <laughs> they let two people off that day. <laughs> Just gas leaks during court trials. Like, you know, 
light in the head and you make bad decisions because you're inhaling gas. You talk. Oh, I thought this was a farting joke. Nope. Thought nope you let, I, I thought you meant they let two people off because they were farting. No. And those no. were the pinpoint gas leaks. <laughs> That's where I <laughs> that thought that was going. Hilarious. That sounds like a, like, and I think you should leave sketch. Like, excuse me, there's a gas leak. And then they come and they're like, we don't smell it. And he's like, oh, pinpoint one from that guy's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say this is just a little add on to the story. Please. I, I uh, got off the ridge had an urgent text message you know how they can you yeah. can sometimes send it and it's like it's got like a you know it's like coded red or whatever and i was like what the fuck from my landlord and there was like there's an emergency water main break on one of the other units like in the same like two units down from me okay. and your water is shut off okay and I was like, I got that at like, well, I want to take a shower. I got that at like 930. Oh, yeah. Like I am disgusting. Literally, um, Danny was like, you have um, a lot of sunscreen on your face. And I like wiped my face and it wasn't sunscreen. It was like the salt from the sweat, Ew. like the dried salt from the sweat. It was like crusted on my face. Whoa. I get home, water's still off. It's still off now, but I could take a shower in what was left of the water tank. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it, I timed it perfectly, but by the end, it was just like dribbling out. Uh. <laughs> like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> to be, I was like, no, don't do this to me. And it was just freezing cold. And I was like, please, no. Jeez. Uh, last one. An individual in the lobby reported being harassed and threatened by another individual. An officer spoke to both parties and advised them to have no further contact with one another. Don't know what lobby. It I just also, says the lobby. Yeah, it just says the lobby. And the way they solved the problem was, uh, hey, don't talk to one another. <laughs> yeah, like a preschool teacher does. Yeah. <laughs> you go over there. You go over there and just uh, shut up. How about that? <laughs> That's how we're going to deal with this. Yeah. All right. We're going to hop into the after dark. Uh, go to patreon.com slash ginger on ginger if you want to hear about that. Next week, we have a couple special guests on that are going to be helping us out with some live shows. Uh, so yeah, we're going to chat and, uh, you're going to, you're going to take, get a little peek at how the sausage is made, which is, uh, you know, exciting. So we will talk to you then. I'm, I'm happy for you, Alex. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Ginger on Ginger is brought to you by F boy Island HBO. I am literally begging you to cast me for season two. 